Hey, what's up? And welcome to today's episode of McKamey 8. Today, I'm going to be joined with Ali, Maya, and Daniela, and we're going to talk about racism when we first encountered racism, George Floyd, Black Lives Matter, raising our children to prepare them for being hated by the color of their skin, the riots, protesting, and what we think can make change. Oh, no problem. I want to be here. Yes, thank you so much. We got to get this out here because I've been upset all day. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I've been upset all week, girl. Uh, we well, yeah, I mean, since it's been going on, but just today alone, because I really haven't been trying to read, like, you know, people just be posting dumb stuff all the time. So I just be trying to ignore it, you know, kind of just keep going. But today I just couldn't, for some reason, I just couldn't keep it off my mind. Because I, I, honestly, I, when I was asleep last night, it was on my mind heavy. So when I woke up this morning, I said, I'm making my shirt today because I can't. I can't just, I couldn't take it. So I went ahead and made yeah. my shirt. And then I, like I was like, too. thank you. Thank you. So I was yeah. like, um, let me just go ahead and, and, and see what's going on. And I was so glad that the protest today in Waco went well. And yeah, some stuff I, has they changed. in Waco today. There was what? They was peaceful in Waco today. Yeah. I was, I was so proud. The protest because Mm-hmm. We finally came together. Finally. Yeah, that was amazing. But just the, you know, just the comments that I was seeing today, like, oh, d- don't go outside if you're in Waco. Don't go downtown. There's loiters and and rioters coming, and they're shutting the mall down. I'm like, are y'all serious right now? Did yeah. they really shut it down? That's just ignorance just because it, I don't, I don't like that because I feel like they spew the wrong. It don't work. Exactly. And they make us look bad when we we telling y'all what we want, you know? Exactly. Yeah. All we want is and some I equality. Really simple. Yeah, I think it's so simple. Like, it, yeah. was, it was something that I read that was just like, y'all made a thousand, thousands of arrests and all we wanted was four. Yeah. Yeah. I, I talked to my grandma today. She's 96 and she said she just never thought that she would be seeing it now. Uh, yeah. Again. My grandma and, you know, said the same thing. Yeah. Because she, you know, she, my grandma went to Chicago when Emmett Till was murdered to witness that because I'm from New York. So honestly, this coming down south, I've seen more racism than I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. And because, you know, in New York, it's just so much different walks of life. Everybody kind of gets along. Like, you don't mm-hmm. ever see racism. And the first time I moved to Texas, like my first year, I was called a nigger in Walmart on Franklin for the first time ever. And I've never experienced nothing like that. And, you know, it just my grandma told us, like, in the 50s, like, Emmett Till was a big shock for Northerners yeah. because we didn't really have to deal with that. Like, mm-hmm. that did. so she was like, she wanted to see it. And she told me, she was like, you take those babies out there and y'all protest. Let your kids see it because we can't keep hiding this from our children. Absolutely. You know, and yeah. it makes me, and it, it makes me cry because I have a five year old and I have to tell him like how to handle the police, like if we get stopped, what to do, what not to do, like that made, that hurts me, like, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying, because like you can't even protect your own children against these people that's supposed to protect us. Exactly, mm-hmm. I was crying about that earlier mm-hmm. because you know, I have five boys mm-hmm. and my oldest is eight and just thinking, you know, just looking at them, I think are they going to yeah. be a victim of this one day? Am I yeah. going to be uh-huh. them one day? Like, yeah. like how could you want to hurt my baby? Woo. Yeah, like how could you hurt my baby? Like, how could you know? You don't even want to think like that, but it's yeah. the reality. But it's the reality like, that we live. Yeah. And there was a yeah. lady today, and she is married to a black man, but she's Caucasian. Mm-hmm. And she was like, How dare you tell me how to feel? And I said, I'm not telling you how to feel. I'm just stating facts. Your husband may be black and your children may be biracial, but you personally could never understand nope. the way that we feel because you are Caucasian. You don't yeah. have to be afraid when you walk outside or when you go to the grocery store or when you go for a run and <clears throat> you get pulled over because you're mm-hmm. Caucasian. You won't yeah. have that fear. Yes, you can fear for your family because you're married to a black man and you have biracial mm-hmm. children, but you will never know the feeling of being afraid there's a cop behind you. There's a yeah. cop walking behind you because you're in a grocery store and you look suspicious. Why do you look yeah. suspicious? Because of the color of your skin. Yeah. And, and she was like, but how dare you? No, how yes. dare you for how dare you ever try to tell me how I should feel about yeah. what's going on right now? Because you would never feel this. Your yeah. parents and your grandparents, they never felt this. Yeah. 
So you can't tell me. And that's me. really, that's, that's an upsetting thing. I'm Hi, yeah. Hi. Yes. Um, with what you were saying about that, I definitely agree. White people, which I'm white, so I feel like I can say that. They can sit here all day and they can act like they understand. I can't even say I understand. But I know that I've grown up with the majority of my friends being black. All of my boyfriends have been black. My children clearly are black. And I'm looked at police because that's who I choose to associate with. And that's fine with me. I could care less. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I've never I've never had to go out and fear oh my God, I'm going to get shot today because of the color of my skin. But mm-hmm. I do have to worry about that when my kids go somewhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When my oldest son, he's Caucasian, he's full. And I had to explain to him, you're really going to have to look after your little brother and I'm going to explain to you why. And I had to break it down to him and I had to tell him, you and your little brother can go into the same store together. Y'all can do the exact same thing. Y'all can both steal a stick of gum. If you get caught, they're going to call me to come get you. If your brother gets caught, there's a chance I might have to go identify him in the morgue. That's the total yeah. difference between the two of y'all. And my son was like, Mom, you know, are you serious? And by the time I, you know, by the time he finally understood it, it made him cry. And I felt horrible that I, that I made him cry. I really did. But I just wanted him to understand, like, Son, you literally have white privilege and your little brother does not. They don't look as, hey, he has a white mom. They look as, that's a little black boy and this is what we're going to do to him versus this is what we're going to do to you. And it makes Absolutely. me sick. Absolutely. Yeah, it's crazy. They like killed this man in the street on, on camera. Like we watched this man take his last breath on camera. That's what it blows for, my mind. And it took that for us to do all say, this. You, we need to wait for the facts to come out. They recorded this man (laughs) and the other two officers who were kneeling on him. They recorded the whole thing. (laughs) I don't know what other facts could come out. You kneeled on the man's neck as he screamed for help. I mean, come on now. What grown man, what grown man is going to voluntarily urinate on themselves? This poor man lost complete control of his bladder. This uh-huh. man called out for his mother that has been dead for two years. A grown man. A, oh, exactly. A grown man urinating on himself, calling out for his mom, knowing that he's going to die. And you stood there with your funky ass knee on his neck. That is offensive. And, you have no the right. The beside him had his knee in his back. And the exactly. other had their knees on their I, I just saw the picture from the back you know not from the cop not from the cop from the front but the actual police from the back and to see all three of them and then the other one just standing there and to me I don't know I don't I don't know if y'all ever like paid attention to like how these and I know a lot of people are gonna be like she's a white girl she shouldn't say that I don't give a damn white people when they go hunting when they kill Mm -hmm. something how they put their hand in their pocket and they just look so proud my mm-hmm. mom said, he Allison, he looks like he just went hunting and got a kill and he is proud. And that yeah. makes me sick. And I said, Mama, yeah. I know it makes me sick, too. And my mom, she always reverts back to my son. She says, I don't want people to think this just bothers me because I have a black grandson. Because my mom, she raised me. If you want to date a black man, you date a black man. If you want to hang out with black people, you hang out with black people. My mama's best friend was black. I've, I've grown up my whole life being told, be who you want to be, be friends with who you want to be, love who you want to love. And that's that's just the way it's been with me. And my mom, yeah. she told me, you know, when you go protest, I'm going with you. I'm not st- I'm not being quiet anymore. She was like, I understand why you're so angry. And I told her, like, you don't realize how much that means to me, mom, because it's time that we take a stand for everybody. They're tired. They should not have to be this tired. And all these people that try to tell, you know, the African-American community how to protest or how to feel or what they should or shouldn't do. How dare them even try to tell anybody how to feel? They don't know what it's like. It's not fair that y'all should be scared. It's not fair that like, well, me and my friends go shopping. My homegirl always tells me, girl, that security guard's watching me. 
And it makes me so mad because I'm like, bro, like, do you not understand? We have all the money in our wallet. We're going to buy whatever we want. We don't got to steal nothing from you. And every mm-hmm. time I want to say something, she always tells me, sis, just don't say nothing. I don't want no problems with these people. And that makes me more madder because it makes me feel like, sis, why are you scared? And then I have to go back and think, look what the hell they're doing to all of her brothers and sisters. Yeah. Why would she not be scared? And so I just yeah. be quiet because she asked me to, but I'm tired of yeah. being quiet. I'm not going to be yeah. quiet no more. Y'all know what's worse, though, that we got somebody in office that I feel like is pretty much giving an okay, like, from the beginning of this. Has my been. grandmother said the same thing. Has, has been. Has gave the okay. He does. That tweet was like, oh, if y'all keep looting, we're going to start shooting. And he tried to correct it. No, you meant what you said. Exactly. You said what you said. And he knows you know? where he mm-hmm. came from. I don't care how he plays ignorant. He knows where but his if stuff y'all, comes from. If but y'all remember, if y'all watched the When They See Us about the Central Park Five. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So if yes. y'all remember in episode, I want to say three, they showed where Donald Trump yep. had put money up to get them Pretty much arrested and was he, said, he wanted racist. the death penalty. He said, "Hang on." He said, "Yeah, hang yeah exactly. he wanted the death penalty." Exactly. So he, he wanted so he, he's been racist all this time. Yeah, and for his vice president to be such a high person in the KKK blows my mind. That yeah. it's okay for our country to have these people in the office. My grandmother says, "My grandmother is Caucasian," and she says, "I cannot." see how he's still in office how he's okay with it and he's giving these people the green light on being racist I'm from New York I'm from New York and we hate him we do not like him but we do not like him in New York we hate him he lost him because he wouldn't allow black he didn't want black people to move into his buildings in New York but if y'all notice he he bothers Barack Obama so much even when Barack Obama was in office trying to find so much stuff against Mm -hmm. this man saying oh he's white and this that and third like even now like you have more time you have you have more concern tweeting than you do taking Mm -hmm. care of business like we're currently fighting an epidemic and you're worried about what Barack Obama is doing his tweets and things he say he cares more about us than he does like it's terrible like it's like we're we're gonna look like we're losing no matter what like absolutely we're, we're losing and it's it's like, I think now Black people are angry. Like, it's like, okay, enough is enough. We've seen this too many times. We watched this show. We've had too many hashtags. Like, we need to do something. It's too like, you know what I'm saying? So, it's, it's But terrible. it's sad. It's it sad is. because everybody knows something needs to be done. But whenever everybody tries yeah. to stand up to Absolutely. do something, you have to be in fear that you're going to get shot. I shared, a video. I shared a video on my page today. I think I think you saw it. When a cop went up to a young black man at a riot, I believe they were in New Jersey, he walked straight past all the white people with masks on that were out protesting and went straight to the young black man, pulled his mask down and maced him in the face. Where he had his and hands it, up. Mm-hmm. Why? For what? What did you do that and for? he had his hands up. Why did you? I, okay. If you're saying they were all, yeah. you know, doing something that was wrong, okay, but you solely went to the black man and you solely maced him in the face and did nothing to the white people. Why? White people should not be okay with that. I mean, no, nobody wants to get maced in the face. I understand that. But if I'm out at a protest and I see you going to mace the young black man or the young black woman beside me, I'm standing in front of them. You're going to have to mace me too, buddy. Oh yeah, y'all know I'm, the, I'm, the, honestly, the thing. Watching these protests is so it's scary, and it, I can't believe it because it's 2020, and we we're seeing these images on TV with these police on horses and and stuff like that. And I, I went to my aunt took me to Alabama when I was young to um to go to it's it's a monument like it's a park, and and it's like a walkway where you walk through. And, and on the walls, beside the walkway, there's like jumping out of the walls and, you know, uh, police holding fire hoses. They yeah. did sick dogs on people and fire hoses. And there was something where Trump said that he was going to bring out dogs on the protesters at the White House. And I'm just like, that was in 1963, y'all. This is 2020. How are we still doing, doing the same yeah. thing? 
But you know what? I feel like they went through a lot worse than I'm not even gonna say it's worse, but the, the way that they were treating back then was terrible. But they didn't they never stopped fighting. Yeah. Like ever. Like, you know, when they was in that diner and the people were spitting on them and they never and moved. They, just sat they there. never got uh-huh. they that's just where, sat there. that's where we need to be right now. Like I don't feel like, you know, I don't want anybody to die. But if this is what it's going to take for us to get the changes that we need for our kids, I'm willing to make that because I'm, I'm not going to bury my son. I grow up like this, y'all. Like, I don't need living it. in that type of world. And I, I, have, I have black nephews and I have mixed nephews. And it's crazy because we were, uh, y'all know the movie, um, I think it's How to Hate or The Hate, um, the hate You Give. Yes. And um, my my mixed nephew was there, and my brother was like, "Well, I don't want them to watch this stuff." And you know, I was like, "Well, honestly, bro, the world is gonna see them as black. I know yeah. they light, but the world is gonna see them as black, and you have to teach them. You have to have these conversations with them because that it's it's, it's still gonna affect them too." And my, my yeah, brother, that movie brother, the black son, his he's been called niggas in the past couple of days, you know, because of what's going on, oh my and. God. He he watched the video before my brother did, and my brother was like, "I was trying to avoid watching it, but now I have to so that I can talk to him yeah. about it." And that's yeah, just that's- something that we shouldn't have to go through in twenty twenty. Yeah. That movie we should not have give. to be teaching our children this. Yeah, yeah like this. The movie "The Hate You Give." It, I was crying so hard because the little boy who got murdered. If y'all didn't see it, I'm sorry. Name was Khalil, and that's my baby name, y'all. Uh, so I was just like, I couldn't even imagine like burying my kids. I refuse to bury my kids before myself. I refuse it. I'm not even like I would never speak that into existence. But and that's the, how they doing. Things. The guy, uh, both both them who was shot in his apartment. Him and I went to church together, and wow. that was. They were peaceful, y'all, during that. They they led a million peaceful protests with that. But now it's just like, when is enough enough? Like, how how much more peace do we have to just give for y'all exactly. to keep doing the same thing? We've been because peaceful, though. When we tried to be, well, when we tried, my, I, my my thing is I understand why things are getting violent uh-huh. because we've tried Dr. King's way of protesting and it does not work. We nope. get ignored. We get dismissed. He was peaceful. So they still murdered him. And that's what exactly. I was going to say. They when they say, when they bring up, well, what would MLK, you know, want you to? What this isn't what he would want you to do. You don't know. Not we don't know what he would want us to do because y'all killed him too. Exactly. Yeah. So my thing is, if you continue, if, if a bully is picking on you, and you continue to turn the other cheek, you continue to be peaceful. Yeah. They're going to keep continue bullying you. Yeah. And why is that? Yeah. Because they know you're not going to do anything. But if you turn around and you beat their ass, then yeah. you're going to be like, they're going to be like, oh shit, let me not mess with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always like, bully them without them retaliating. Mm-hmm. So I understand why things are getting the way they are because we've tried over the past 10 years to peacefully protest yeah. and it's done absolutely it's, nothing. Have, they get a slap on you know, all the, all the did people, you guys all the people that the, say um, the looting is wrong and the rioting yeah. is wrong. Okay. That's their opinion. But in my opinion, what is wrong is that this has been going on all this time and y'all are just now choosing to speak up about looting and rioting. Why didn't you speak up about innocent black people being murdered when it first started happening? Because had y'all spoke up then and everybody would have collectively tried to stop it maybe it wouldn't be as bad now maybe if you would have spoke up then mm-hmm. things wouldn't have to be as drastic as they are now but they do have to be that because like i told this this little white chick she was going on and on about if they come to her house she'll shoot and this and this and that and that and i was like why would you even say you're going to shoot them and she made the comment well when you've tried things peacefully and it doesn't work what else do you do and I had to kind of remind her, like, lady, did you not just hear what you said? Do you not think that the African-American community has been trying peacefully since the 60s? It, it's not working. So if they're trying and it's not working, something different has to be done so everybody will shut up and listen to that. Since I was young, I've always agreed with Malcolm X. Like, because when Martin Luther King said, turn oh, on yeah. the cheek. I was like, all right, now I get what you're saying, but Malcolm X, if somebody hit you, you beat their ass. That's just kind of where I'm at with that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, my mama from Oakland. And I tell my pamper. children that. I do too. I do too. <laughs> I tell who was a panther? I said my mama from Oakland, she was a panther. <laughs> okay, mama, mama panther. <laughs> 
Yeah, so I tell my children, you know, I don't I don't condone violence. I don't condone you picking on somebody. I don't I don't do that. But if somebody is picking on you, for you sure. You have to protect yourself. Because you have to protect yourself because one day I'm not gonna be here to protect you. Mm-hmm. So you have to be able to and my kids, so we my kids go to Alito, which is literally ninety eight percent white people. So all their friends are white. There's maybe one black boy in their class. So I have to tell them, these people are your friend, yes, until mm-hmm. something yep. happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you just have to be mindful and be careful, you know, what you do, what you say, how you act around these people. Mm-hmm. Because in the in, in a split second, everything could change. Yep. And you know, you know that's crazy so, because we can we can have friends that are you know we hang with different people or whatever and have white friends or whatever and something can happen and it'll be like you're a good one what does that mean like how am i but you know you my friend a good one like that is so something that and they don't even see it that way because they're conditioned to not see it that way. something has taught me though is like you know pay attention to your your nine non-black friends right now you know what i'm saying because black people when, mm-hmm. when he was talking about build a wall we was out there like hell nah that's not acceptable we love yep. our mexican hispanics like if anybody any other race is getting mistreated we stand up for them but sometimes i don't see it so much when it comes to us because some people don't want to touch this subject or you know be looked at well, differently it's, pa- it's past time it's past time that white people keep their mouth shut it's past time that they just because in my opinion when you stay silent when you stay home it's and you try to just, you know, you just lay down and yeah. let everybody do what they want to do. What good does that do in anybody? I mean, nothing. You're just to teaching them to keep no. right. I think, y'all, for any for change to happen, just like in the 60s, more white people are going to have to join the movement for things to change. Because if all the black people do what they are, ask for change and no white people do nothing's gonna happen now nah, we gotta hurt their pockets that's where like target yeah target done shut down yeah. like we gotta hurt their pockets because america moves everything for money everything's about money yeah that, that's the only thing they understand that's the that's the real color that they see is great. so hurt pockets and maybe we'll get some more change mm-hmm. and see my thing is it's not like yes nine times out of ten when we see nine racism times- it's coming from a white person towards a black person but it's not nope, just nope. white people you know what i mean it's, mm-hmm. it's 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 more of african americans versus racism than it is african americans versus white people or african americans versus bad cops mm-hmm. or whatever it's it's racism and it's not just for white people it's we we've been seeing it in mm-hmm. asian people mm-hmm. in china they mm-hmm. tried to kick out every black person that was in china yep. when coronavirus hit mm-hmm. um hispanics even though they're literally our brothers and sisters we see that it, we see it as well and it's been it's been blowing my mind today just just today i've seen so many hispanics who have posted well where were y'all rioting when they people when they got our people in these cages what? and i'm thinking your people may be in cages yes it's sad that Y'all have been deported and detained, but yep. you're not dead. You're not you dead. Not you're killed. breathing. You're you alive. You still mm-hmm. see your people. Mm-hmm. At one point, you will be reunited with your family. But as of right now, this is a Black Lives yeah. Matter movement. Yes. And we are having our yeah. people killed. Mm-hmm. You yeah. cannot bring them back. So you cannot sit here and tell me, well, where were y'all at when rioting and all this from our people being detained yeah. in these cages? It well, this matter. is the thing. That's not the do thing a right move. They, they didn't. They didn't do a movement. If they would have done a movement, everybody would have jumped on it with them. They, they chose to, you know, just maybe tweet a couple things, uh-huh. or maybe you know, maybe share a couple things. Because I can tell you, if there would have been a huge protest, or if there would have been some kind of movement for them, I would have yeah. joined it gladly. Because yeah. Absolutely. What color? No matter what color you are, right is right. And I've been getting, I'm getting yeah. hell the past few days because ever since this has happened i've spoke on it very fluently on my page i have white people come and attack me in my inbox i got told today that my mixed baby was an abomination because he was mixed with black and blah 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 and all i could tell that man was sir there's a special place in hell for you to even think you could say that about my child but really it 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 goes so far beyond just my child i have 
black family. I have black friends. I don't care if I know you. I don't care if I don't know you. If I see a cop doing something to a black individual, shoot me if you want me if you want to. Do whatever you want to, but I'm not going to record you nah, dying. Sure. Yeah. And I'm not just going to stand like and let you do it. I'm going to step in and guess what? If you have to hurt me, hurt me. Because maybe with me privilege maybe you hurting me will prove to other people that it's time we all speak up like something has got to be done if that means i have to be the one to go out there and do it i'm willing i've been very active in the protest we're having our protest in temple and i've told all all of the people that are going and if you for one second are in fear for your life you grab me and you yeah. put me in front of you because they will have to go through me to get to you. And I wholeheartedly mean that. I will protect you until I have absolutely no ability to protect you anymore because I will not be compliant. I will not shut my mouth. I will not be quiet because yeah. they got me messed up. And if every if every white person would just take the stand to say it's not right and we're going to protect the ones that are in danger, yeah. all of this I'm, could be I'm over. tired of seeing all lives yeah. matter because, and I know that may be wrong, but all lives are no. not getting murdered. Wrong. No, they're not, not getting murdered. It's, wrong. Street, it's like not wrong. You are not they're wrong. Not because all lives cannot matter until black no. lives matter. Exactly. All lives cannot matter. When, it's not possible. You can't say all lives matter when you know deep down that black lives do not matter. To a lot of people. And until that day, yeah, you can't say how that. Much they hate us because of the color of our skin. They hate us because we're yeah. queens and kings and gods, and they know that. And we claim exactly. that. And-, <laughs> and they hate that. And so we were doing a um, an interview yesterday on McCamey TV, which is our my husband and I okay. uh, podcast, and. Um, we had asked the individual. We were like, "Why is it that you think that they're so fearful of us?" And he said, for some reason, they have this, this, uh, this thought of us as being superhuman, and for some reason, it scares them. And to me, I, I really was just sitting yeah. there like, but we, we overcame. So we're so resilient. We are we're superhuman. So we're exactly. But why? But why should that? Why should that scare an individual? That should make them. I mean, in my in my opinion, in my opinion. Black is black is absolutely beautiful. Y'all are strong. Y'all are such just I mean to me, to me personally, I can sit back and I can say, yeah, white people are cool, whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, not because <laughs> what, what do we do? What what is, what is the white what really think about it? Think about it. What does the white community do? Nothing. They shut up, they roll over with whatever they're yeah, told yeah, to roll over black with. Came out. Well yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I was crying so mm-hmm. And they hard. protested that? I was crying so hard because finally I got to see a superhero that looked like my baby. My babies got to see a superhero that looked like them. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, why? Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. some people are like, why is that a reason to cry? It's because, like, in a sense... It, we don't get to we, see that. We That's made it in some way. You know what I'm saying? Like, when Obama, I was... Mm-hmm. My grandpa had... But I was so happy because it's like, dang, my grandma is 96. She went through all this crazy. She got to see a black man in office. And that's something they never... They never dreamed of that back in the 50s they and the never 40s thought it would happen. or none of that. Like, oh, yeah. you know, so uh-huh. it's like those little victories mean so much. But until we can save our sons and our daughters, like we ain't going to never win until this stuff. Stop. Nope. And so my grandmother is mm-hmm. Caucasian. Right. And so she was born in uh, 1952. So when she was um, coming about soon, soon before she was a teenager, she didn't not she did not know. So my great my great grandfather mm-hmm. he is ninety two and they were never racist they you know they they just they they never were like that so um, but my grandmother thought it was weird that you know they didn't see any she didn't see any people of color until she was older she didn't yeah. know you know what I mean and so one of her friends was um, African American and she saw one of the books that um, her friend had and the book was so beat up and so old and she was like what like that's not what we're learning in school and she said oh this is what we're learning in school and it was something that my grandmother was like I had never even realized that she lived in a whole different part of the city than I did like she she said she she said I never realized that their schooling was so different 
from ours. Yeah. They got our hand-me-downs and they got everything that was beat up. And she said, it, it blew my mind. And I could not yeah. understand why. And it just, it, she said, it's strange to me now when I was talking to her about this. And then she said, it's strange to me now that I'm having to see this all over again because yeah. We were there, you know, protesting for this and and standing, you know, for our people of color. And yeah. and it's just crazy because she's never seen color. She's never I mean, she you know, she knows, OK, they're a different color from me, but she yeah. never treated them any different. She always treated everybody as people, which yeah. is what we should do. You know what I mean? We should not be treated as second class yeah. citizens because the color of our skin is not that way and i was raised to never to to never treat anybody different because the color of their skin because i was raised by a hispanic woman who looks white and my grandmother who's white my grandfather is dark and hispanic so i never really saw any different because my family's always been different colors and so it, it just it blows my mind when i see things like somebody had said a few years ago that um being biracial was pretty much an abomination you know it was disgusting yeah. and uh races should not intermix and blah 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 yeah. and i went left like yeah i got are you for that too, like because i'm puerto rican and i'm black and we go by puerto rican well, i don't know if y'all know but we go by afro latino and we have mm-hmm. people that say no you're not mm-hmm. you're you're mexican and you know blah 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 and it's like and it's like no, no. you're not because Puerto yeah, Ricans so, are and I mm-hmm. that all the time. Like and sometimes even within my own oh life, yeah, my little baby, you know, friend. like it was fun. I guess okay, okay. okay. <laughs> even within okay. my own. Thank you. It was fun. Yeah, keep going though. No. All right. <laughs> even within my own race, like your hair is different. Like you know what I'm saying. Like I, I can put water in my hair and conditioner and put in a pony. Like I would get. I just thought felt like maybe I'm not black enough at one point in time because I would hear even my cousins say like. Girl, you're not black. Like, you know, like just stuff like that. And then even now, like I do represent being a, a, a Afro-Latina mm. and being black. My daddy is blacker than the, the night sky. I'm telling y'all. So, so. Mine is too, girl. Mine you cannot see mine either, girl. So it's like, I, I know I'm black, you know, but it's like, it's crazy how sometimes we even our own race, we have to deal with it. Even being biracial, like they say, or whatever the case may be, like no. you're hated because of that too. Like it's sometimes you can't win on either side. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And I and I will say, and that's just wrong. I, that breaks my heart that y'all would even have to feel that way to feel that you have to, you know, you have to even try to fit in. It's that's so sad to me. And hearing y'all say that, it, it scares me for my son even more because I know he's going to be teased and I know he's going to have problems. But the difference is, he's got a mama that. Everybody talking about protesting and rioting and looting is bad. You do something to my kid, I'm burning the whole country down. So if you don't like what they've done in these, you know, you don't like what they've done in these cities or whatever. Yeah. What cool or what? That's what I said. I got. But I'm I'm coming for you. And I feel so strongly, you know, I feel so strongly about it now because I've just really been reading up on everything and I've really been doing research and I've been paying attention to everything that everybody's saying. And I've lost so many Facebook friends, which I don't give a damn, but their racist side has really, really come out. And it's made me so angry at them that I've like constantly told them, do you not realize that y'all are the problem? You're mad because of A, B, and C, but you're not mad that they're out here hunting down black people and murdering them because of the color of their skin. You see a problem with everything, bigger picture, and that's the whole damn problem. Black people are literally uh, begging you not to kill them, and you're still saying, yeah. but, like, there's no way, there's no but after it. We're begging you yeah. to let us live, to let our men live, because I hate to say it, but majority of the African-Americans yeah. who are dying are our men. And and it fear, I'm fearful because my husband is Black, yep. my kids are Black, I have five boys, my brothers are black. My father is black. So it's like, when is enough enough? Because when I tell you, if something like this was to ever happen to anybody in my family, my husband, my children, my brother, my father. Yeah, so I, so. I feel you on that. Like, you're going to have to put me six feet in the ground with them yep. because I'm going That's to exactly. with it too. If you take one of mine, you got to take me too because you're going to have no choice. Because I can't, because I'm, I'm fighting you. Till, till my very last breath because there's no way 
that you're getting away with this. Like, it's no yeah. way. Like, my husband left today to go to Burleson to meet his mother, and no. I was like, be careful. Yes. Please be careful. And that, and I shouldn't have to, and I should not have to be scared for my husband to leave the house. Like, it's mm-hmm. insane. And we lived in, so I think um, I was going to share earlier. So when I, when I was younger, I never, I never saw color. So I never thought anything of it. And then once I got a little bit older, I, I experienced it, I want to say in fifth or sixth grade for the first time, um, like actually experienced it. And like my grandfather used to joke around, but he's Hispanic. So I don't, you know, I don't mind him joking around. Like whatever, <laughs> he's just as dark as I am, shut up. Uh, and so, um, but when I actually first experienced it, I, I was called, well, honestly, my mother experienced it when I was a baby. I was maybe, I was a toddler. I was maybe two, I was a lady in Sears. And she walked by and she was like, ugh, a nigger baby. And my mama beat the <laughs> shit out of this lady in Sears and she got removed. She, that my mother got banned from Sears because the lady walked up and yeah. called me a nigger baby. And so I and I was wondering like why yeah. do people like that? You know what I mean? Like I, you know, I've never how can you not know me and, and still think of me and be so disgusted? So when I first when I first experienced that um at the age of nine or ten, yeah. it just blew my mind. And I and then I started questioning myself like Am I good enough? Am I, um, am I, is there something yeah. wrong with me? You know what I mean? Just things like that, because that's what I'm seeing now, because before I didn't see that. And so then going through middle school and, 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 and things like that in high school, I just never really saw, I, I just never tried to see that. But again, you, you don't, there's no yeah. way you can avoid it anymore. You know, you're getting older, you see it all the time. And so when I got married, um, we moved to New Jersey and I was um, 17 at the time. We moved to New Jersey right after I turned 18 and um, I was working on base. So my husband was in the Air Force and there was a lot of Caucasian people there, yeah. you know, in the military. And so I'm a ba- I was a waitress in a bar and grill and um, a white sergeant I want to say he was was there with his family and I had my hair in two braids like Pocahontas and um I walked up and asked him if I I walked up you know I greeted him and he said uh oh a nigger Pocahontas I said excuse me and he had his wife and their three small children there and I said you know what I walked to the back and I told my manager, you're going to have to go out there because if I have to go back yeah. out there, I'm going to jail. And I'm just like, there's no, it, it, it blew my mind because I'm like, yeah. really? In front of your, I understand you can be yeah. racist, but in front of your children, it's so okay. So now that's what they're going to be, you know, that's and what they see. Exactly. So my husband was livid and he, I was, he was like, he was coming up there and I was like, no, you're going to get yeah. in trouble with your sergeant, whatever. You, you can't do that. This is your job. But after that, I realized, you know what? It doesn't matter where we are; they all—they're always going to see the color yeah. of my skin. My ex anything. and I—we moved. This crazy always the, the military. We moved to Fort Leavenworth, um, and he was, you know, a soldier and everything. And that was the first time we first moved there. This is—I always tell people this story. I said I didn't see any black people, and I was in Walmart one day, and I seen these black people, and I like ran to them. I was like, "Where's all the black people?" And they're like, "Girl." You're in an area where the KKK is very active. And I'm like, what? And like that next day, literally, they were having a march. Like the KKK were literally having a march in um, Fort Campbell. Like it was the craziest thing ever. I was just like, are you serious? Like, is this real? Is this like a movie being played? Like, what is this? You know, like that was, yeah, like Still what in is this, this day and, and like, age? It's crazy. And, and everything. And I'm just like, are you serious? Like, like I said, I come from somewhere. I, racism is there but it's not as active as it is down south because i grew up yeah. with every walk of life you can imagine and hey chill yeah and i've never had to experience nothing nothing like that before until i came here to texas really and then moved there in tennessee and kentucky yeah so we went on a vacation um to the grand canyon my husband and i and um 
we decided that we we were going to go from Arizona to um what was it somewhere in Arizona so we were just kind of driving around and um we stopped in a place called Kingsman Arizona and we didn't yeah. think anything of it you know what i mean and so we go into the grocery store and there's a lot of white people and they're literally like looking at us crazy mind you it's still a little bit daytime so it's not getting dark and um we see a, a black man who's working and he was like y'all need to be careful and make sure y'all are out of here before it gets dark and we're like yeah. what we're not thinking anything of it and he said you're in kingsman this is a sundown state uh, or city and I'm like, what the hell is a sundown city? What the fuck does that mean? And it means, he said, the KKK is still very prominent in this area. So um, they they are a sundown city. So if you're out after dark, they will mess with you pretty much. And so he said that he was working in the store one day and a man walked in, a Caucasian man with a gun and was threatening him because wow. he was black, just because he was black and working at the Walmart in Kingsman, Arizona. So I'm thinking, oh my God, we were supposed to go to these people's, um, to these people's um, Airbnb. And I'm like, I no longer want to go. I don't know how yeah, to they might even know that you're black. So exactly so we ended up going to a hotel and he starts my husband starts looking up all this stuff and he's like oh my god yeah. like it's insane they literally just took down the sundown signs maybe wow. a year prior to us coming and this was this was only three or four years ago so yeah that that's just a lot so the whole time that we're in the hotel i'm literally trying to sleep and i'm so panicked that they're going to say, you know, that somebody saw black people come into the hotel. Yeah, give them a key or anything. Try to get us. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. I was so worried. And I was like, I don't even know if I want to stay here. And he was like, it's going to be okay. We're yeah. just going to sleep and we're going to leave. And so we ended up, you know, getting out that morning. I think we left yeah. before the sun was up. We got to go. I mean, I was just yeah. like, we got a few hours of sleep and we were ready to go. Yeah. And so then we were just kind of driving through. And I mean, they you know how they still are racist and they have their their racism yeah. hidden a little bit. So we saw like this door that had, it was like a Confederate flag type thing, but it was painted on the door differently. So it was yeah. like a meaning, but it wasn't really so so out there. Uh, we, we passed a place and yeah. they had Confederate flags everywhere, um, just flying flags flying everywhere and I was just like this is still the, the, the way that yeah, we live like this yeah is I, I went to Austin P University and I don't know if y'all remember but it was a big story about a school hanging like a, a black face body on during Halloween or something from a tree that's that yes, was my I remember university that. that I graduated from and I was so proud to have graduated oh, wow. college it happened like the year after you know just make it you know not many people have made it in my family out of college and then like now I'm just like so ashamed, like, you know, that is a KKK area. Like I told you earlier, we moved there, but I was just so excited to have made such a big step. And then a year later, this, this very school I went to, they just hung a body that made that, that looked like a black face over a tree. And then people like, that's your school. Yeah. Like that's the school you went to instead of it being like a positive thing. It's like, damn, you went to a racist school. And I didn't really too much deal with the racism, yeah. racism at school, but you, you definitely have to be mindful that, Hey, this is a, a confederate state really like these people are like racist like it's crazy and it, yeah. it's it's just sad Absolutely. like I said and when you grow up differently and you don't see color like you said and you grow up like you know with love and you're being treated you know you're being treated right you're being taught right things to see other people so filled with hate is scary and it's saddening like you know like I get sad thinking like dang like these people really dislike us because of our color because you know, black people are very successful. They're very beautiful. They don't ever mention these things. It's always about, it's always about. They're very intelligent. And, you know, I've, I've heard somebody say all black guys know how to do is carry a ball. And I'm like, what? Like, are you serious? That's yeah. what y'all think of us. But yeah. you know, y'all are in front of that TV every Sunday yeah. though, you know, watching these men carry watching. balls, you know, like it's just, it's disgusting. And yeah, it is. We went to Las Vegas. Um, and uh, we were walking down the strip to our hotel and I just happened to look over and there was a license plate and I have this on my mm -hmm. Facebook actually I took a picture of it 
and it had X's, right? So it said X K X K X K X. So when you remove the X's, yeah. all you see is K K K. Wow. And I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like, wow, like so plain and it's so in in broad, you know, plain, plain sight, like. How is this still a thing? You know what I mean? Like, how yeah. are we still allowing this to go on? So I understand why yeah. people are so angry. We are tired. Like, I, my husband, so we mm-hmm. live in a very nice house. And I played uh, Farmville or whatever. And one of the ladies said, is that really your house? Wow. I said, yes. What does your husband do? Oh. I'm sorry, what? So my, I'm like, what is, what does that matter? What my husband does, because I get, you know, people ask it all the time. Well, what does he do? It's not yeah. what does he do. It's what do we do? And why exactly. is any of your business? Because when you see my husband, you automatically think yep. that he's a drug dealer, he... or or something of the sort. Why can't he just be a very educated man who knows how to make exactly. plans and knows how to move? He either has to be a rapper, a drug exactly. dealer, or a ball player to have money and be successful. No, it's not the case. We know how to be an entrepreneur and we know how to own businesses, build our yeah. own businesses, and we know how to make money. That is, that There's nothing wrong with breaking gen- like generational curses, you know what I'm saying? Like providing for your children. They don't see that. Like when you go through struggles for a, a lifetime, you go, you want more for your kids and you think of better ways of living. Like it's just crazy how they automatically just be like, okay, yeah, he's a drug dealer. He's doing this. So he can't be this Absolutely. and that. And like it's impossible for us to be better than what they they used to seeing, you know. Like, absolutely. Somebody asked. Um, somebody actually asked one of my husband's friends, "What does he wow. do? Sell drugs?" <laughs> like what? It's crazy. Uh, no, sir. He makes more money than you yeah. do by using his brain. Like it, it blows my mind. Like, why can we not be successful? Why do we? Why do they always think that black people have to be so content on being? at the lowest yeah. of the low. You know what I mean? Like, why do we have to be so content of living in the projects or living in the ghetto or living paycheck, yeah. paycheck to paycheck or being on uh, government assistance? Like, why is it that we ha- we're we stuck and in that the, like, the statistics say that it's actually not even the Black people that are mostly on the government on assistance the government help. Exactly. Exactly. So it, it just blows my mind to see things like that. Like, I just don't understand and and it and I again it goes back to what's gonna make this change because it's it I get so worried thinking about my children having to grow up because my children yeah. want to live, they want to have families, and they want to be treated equal. Like that's all we don't want I don't want to have exactly. to bury either one of my sons because of somebody's stupidity. No, it's, not. I, it's not gonna be nice. Yeah. It's not like you're gonna have to bury my grandfather with him. Um, before he died, like when I was younger. Like I said, my grandma's 96, so my grandpa would have been like 100 and something right now. Um, we would go. He was like real timid. My grandpa's mm-hmm. like tall, giant. He's Indian. He has like these gray eyes. Beautiful black man. Very beautiful. Real quiet, though. He was born on a plantation. Mm-hmm. Um, we would go to places. like My grandpa couldn't read um, at all. He couldn't read. That's the time, I guess, that you know he was living in. And we would go to places like the post office and we would be around white people. And I would just see my grandfather's whole demeanor change, like this big man. And I look at like Superman, his whole demeanor would change. Like it would be like childlike, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I never understood it. Like, you know, and my grandfather never, ever uttered a word about hating white people or disliking white people. And as I got older, I heard about the terrible, terrible things that my grandfather went through with um, growing up where he grew up in North Carolina and living where, like, my grandpa would eat dirt. Like, um, it's something called, like, a, a sand, some type of sand something, like a mud thing that people actually eat. But that's the type of stuff he would eat for dinner at nighttime yeah. growing up as a boy. Like, that would be his dinner. And, like, you know, things he would just go through watching his mother get raped, like, all kind of crazy stuff. And, like, I just, I think firsthand, that was probably my first view on racism or how it can affect a person. Because I know back then, like, in my grandpa was born 1915, yeah. 1916, something to that extent. Like, you know, he would just turn into, like, he would just mm-hmm. be a whole nother person when we get around white people. And I never understood why until I got older. And it's like, dang, like, ain't no telling what this man faced. But he never let me know it or let me see it, like, 
on a negative, mm-hmm. you know, perspective of things. And my grandmother either, like, you know, she yeah. grew up in Florida, which wasn't so bad, but I didn't grow up, like I said, I didn't grow up with hate. And they had every reason to hate, you know, and my father too. I, my daddy's Absolutely. older. I was like a late, you know, he's 70. So he's born 1950. And, um, you know, he never, mm-hmm. he said, you know, they would have riots and stuff all the time and they couldn't eat in a lot of restaurants. That was like the norm for them though. Like we couldn't go here. Like they didn't see no big deal. Yeah. And, it, you know, my dad said at that time, getting a color TV was amazing, you know? So it's just, yeah, it's yeah. just crazy to me. Like how the world's changed, but it hasn't. No, it, not at all. I, I think, um, Technology has changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way we do things has changed, but the core of America yeah. is still the core it has always been: money yeah. and right but That's it. Because honestly, we we have learned these these violent acts. This we've learned violence. We've learned loot, looting. We've learned rioting. Yeah. From yeah, Boston Tea Party. Caucasian people. Boston Tea Party. If we're being honest. <laughs> that, exactly. They came in and they mm-hmm. looted this land from the Native Americans. They killed all of them. So they can't be mad at us for doing this because they taught us this. This is what y'all taught us how to, how to do to get things that we want. So you yeah. can't be mad when we're doing this. And, and it just, it blows my mind. It really it's, it's really disgusting where we are right yes. now. And like I said, <laughs> yes, we got to burn stuff down, burn it down. Burn, do what y'all got to do because it's the only way they're going to hear us. And you fight fire with fire. Then they hear you, exactly. you know, and it's like, exactly. now they, back then, you know, they, some people yeah. were just taking it. Now, if they try that whole slavery thing, it wouldn't go well at all. It wouldn't go well at all. So that's the difference. Oh, we're no. not just sitting and taking it and we're not going to take it. So, yeah, yeah, that's just that is cool. Well, I do thank you so much for your time. I don't want to take too much more of your time. I know you're probably... Trying to get ready yeah, for my bed kids and dinner and everything else. <laughs> it's all right. Thank you. And thanks for- <laughs> I want to take this time and thank the ladies who joined me today on this episode and discuss these topics with me, as well as to remind everyone that, yes, all lives do matter. But as of right now, this is a Black Lives Matter movement. And we cannot say that all lives matter until Black Lives Matter as well. So either you stand with us or you stand with the oppressor. Blessings, love, and life.